Hey everyone, welcome to Rockstar Podcast, episode three, the small business podcast by small business, about small business, and I'm joined, as I've been joined before, by Mariano and Tony. Mariano, how are you, sir? Good, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. Tony? Very good, thank you. We don't, have to, we don't have to go through intros like no, the last episode. No, not at all. If you no. want to hear about us for 30 seconds longer, you can go to episode one. Episode mm-hmm. one. Uh, and you can hear all about us. But Click on bio. If you're at episode three already, I would say you either think we're morons or you're drunk or you're entertained <laughs> or all three. We're informed. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to be informed. That's fine. Uh, so what are we going to go over today? Today we're going to go over, uh, I guess, pricing, underpricing, uh, dealing with your industry, the peers in it, dealing with competition, uh, clients who will tell you, well, I can get that for... 70% cheaper and uh, trying to, I guess, decide not to make your rates cheaper just based on the, uh, let's say, uh, inexperienced people out there. Doing so what challenging. Do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and maybe a little bit of outsourcing and when to hire people. Sure. Okay. Mariano. I knew you were going to turn to me. Of course <laughs> I am. Of course I am. Uh, client calls you up, blah, blah, blah. You give him a price. I can get that for... Four dollars and twenty-three cents. Mm-hmm. Like to buy a vowel? Well, yes. What, what, is your approach well? What's your approach? Because I guess the way the client speaks to you may determine whether you basically tell them to hit the road, or if it's a hiring client, you might try and compensate. I don't know. What do you do? Well, it it depends. I mean, I I think part of it, part of the discovery process, part of understanding what the client wants and what the client needs. Uh, helps you determine what the price is going to be. Um, you know, the it's very difficult. It's very difficult in my industry to set certain packages up to say, you know, this service is X number of people. Um, so, you know, when I do get a client that tells me I can go to, uh, let's take hosting for example. You know, I know our hosting packages aren't competitive with a GoDaddy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not a lot more expensive, but they are more expensive. Um, you know, we just, the, the differentiation there is that yours works, ours works, but also, you know, if a client has a problem or they need to change something, it's a simple phone call or a simple email to us that says, you know, I needed to do this. They don't even have to tell us technically what they needed to do. They just explain it to us and we know how to do it. Whereas if you're going to a GoDaddy or if you're going to a, um, I don't know, hosting.com or one of those other service providers, you know, they have a lot of tools that are available for people who want to do it themselves, but they have to do it themselves and there has to be some kind of learning curve for them. So it's, it it really comes down to a question of time versus money. You know, if, if you want it, if you want something very quickly done by somebody who knows how to do it, you can come to us. If you want something if you want to know about the experience and you want to do, be able to do it yourself, you go to you know the cheaper the cheaper companies because they're not going to give you the same kind of service that we do, you know. So ultimately, it depends on what's more valuable to you. And for you know for certain clients, you know, they may say, I can even picture conversations between clients who you know one who's going with us, one who's going for the cheaper solution. They'll say the cheaper solution will say, you know, why are you going with a valiant? The valiant's more expensive than what I'm doing, and they'll say, because I don't have to worry about anything. I just right. go to them mm-hmm. and and it's done. So uh, that's one argument for it. Uh, you know, where 
one of the other things is, um, you know, we don't outsource outside of the United States, uh, you know, we'll, like a lot of these companies will do to kind of cut costs. We try to locate areas inside the United States where we can hire people for maybe a lower rate, but still pay them well, you know, not have to pay them the same kind of rate that we would here in, you know, here the in New Jersey, the tri-state area. I mean, that's not to say we won't hire somebody in here, but, you know, I think it depends on the situation and we try to kind of maximize the service while, um, and, um, and maximize customer satisfaction and do it for the best price we possibly can. And that doesn't always mean the best price in the market. $10 head for a $10 helmet. Yes. Ten dollar head for a ten dollar helmet. Well said, sir. And in some cases that that that's, works that's, that's okay. Good. Right. You know, when I'm buying uh, fertilizer, I'm not looking for necessarily the most expensive one. Sure. However, right. if you're looking for something that represents you, right. you might be a little bit different. I don't begrudge a customer for picking it either, you know. Oh, I do. <laughs> but thank you. See that you, you are you are a smarter man than I am. I and and Tony is in an industry where he does deal with some DJs and this type of stuff never happens. <laughs> Thank you for the lead. Nobody, no, this type of stuff never, ever happens. Well, the funny thing is, as you know, Lorenzo, I have a variety of customer, uh, clients, I should say, yes. a variety of types of clients. So when I do get the, let's say, corporate clients or or even, say, the, the nightlife industry clients, not necessarily the DJs directly, who are coming to me for, let's say, radio commercials or something along those lines, uh, then typically they have a, a budget in place. Or they have an idea that, you know, obviously, hey, if my stuff's going to be on FM radio, you know, I, I know it's not going to cost me, you know, $25 to get a commercial done, basically, by a professional uh, voiceover artist, by a professional, you know, radio engineer or audio engineer or what have you, or an editor. So those clients typically have a little bit more of a mindset uh, in terms of pricing. So I, I, I don't usually get beat up by them unless it's a small business. Uh, small business typically is obviously going to be a little bit more price sensitive and I do a lot to work with them, Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of, you know, doing something for them, making something work and advising them and so forth. Now, when it comes to the DJ clientele, which I do have a lot of, because we do a lot of imaging for DJs, mobile DJs, uh, nightclub DJs, all sorts of. Of, when you say DJs. when you say imaging, uh huh, you, you mean like I uh, should explain that. I guess just, we we well, kind of touched on it in episode one, but that was months ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, imaging is basically uh, well, radio imaging, for example, is what you hear between commercials. You know that Z one hundred sweeper and all that stuff. That's imaging. So DJs will use imaging to identify themselves on mix shows on mixed CDs, uh. um, on uh, door, while they're playing sets uh, in the nightclub, you know, things of that sort, and sometimes even right at parties. So we do, uh, we do a lot of radio, uh, DJ imaging in, in terms of that angle. If that, does that make sense? So it would be kind of like, sense, it would yes. be kind of like branding. It, it is absolutely, audio it's, it, it's, it's sound branding. Absolutely okay. it is, and which, which I love that term. So if, if Mariano were a DJ, you know, we would we would do DJ Mariano DJ in the mix. Yo, yo. DJ Mambo. <laughs> and why do why do people think that old DJs go yo yo yo? <laughs> because uh, because a lot of them do. Uh, because of uh, yo MTV raps. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, that's you're, why you're dating your, you're dating yourself. I'm not. Well, by the way, and it's a quick side note: if the ladies out there would like Tony to do a Barry White soundtrack and have uh, he he will deliver strawberries and champagne to your house, but he will not stay. <laughs> and you can listen to his voice. My wife won't let me. <laughs> why did I put the disclosure? 
answer that you would not say. <laughs> Thank you. Continue, please. Uh, so branding, yes. So anyway, yes. So uh, the point I was getting at is uh, I kind of deal with both both ends of the spectrum. I get it where, you know, the, the, the clients do have an idea of what they're going to spend and uh, don't usually balk at it. Uh, the DJ clientele, it varies. It varies depending on where they're contacting me from. And, uh, and it varies uh, in terms of how they perceive themselves. Right. So, for example, Mariano brings up the point that, you know, your time is money and, and so forth, time versus money. And, you know, do you want to pay for something or you want to save some money and, and do something yourself? I've had DJs actually try to do their own, their own imaging, their own drops, let's say. And I've, I've seen them on YouTube or I've heard them on YouTube and all this stuff. And you know, I say, hey, that's great. If that's how you're putting yourself out there, that's great. The people who are coming to me typically have a little bit more going on professionally. Mm-hmm. So, so they don't mind spending the money. Um, Is that when you say drop, it's sort of like if they're at a nightclub would, event would between be, a song or well, during a song? Well, it could be that or the, it, could, it could be, for example, let's say it's a mobile company in their uh, oh, okay. mobile mobile party. Uh, by mobile, I mean mobile DJ company. And let's say they're, uh, they're putting together their marketing materials, which almost always includes either a DVD or a CD. That's where their imaging comes into okay. play. We at so-and-so events mm-hmm. uh, cater to this and do that and do the other thing. You know, that's all that they're basically they're using voiceovers to brand themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them will do it themselves and that's okay. Good luck. <laughs> but others will come to me and they'll they'll will actually sit on the phone and, and or on email and go back and forth and work on the package. I mean, they have somebody who is professional, who is kind of doing this pretty much on a constant basis and knows what to do. So in essence, that's part of what you're paying for. I think that's my bottom line is that a lot of guys, uh, you know, I'll give you two quick examples and then I'll give it back to you. Two quick examples and to show you both extremes. We have 39 minutes and 42 seconds. We're fine. Excellent. Great. Um, (laughs) And edit. (laughs) Uh, No, just kidding. Uh, So, uh, Two, two quick examples would be uh, one guy comes to me. We're going back and forth, probably on six emails back and forth. He's asking me one question per email, which, you know, drives any professional a little crazy. But, you know, you, you deal with it. That's part of what we do. And uh, when he finally gets the price for what he's looking to do, his last email says, why so expensive? Hmm. Did you give him the price initially? Well, not until we figured out exactly oh, okay. what he needed, which was the, the previous email. Mm-hmm. So when he says, why so, he says, wow, so, why so expensive? I said, I replied to him. I I debated even replying at all because at this point you're, you're kind of wearing on my clock, so to speak, Mm -hmm. and my patience. So when I replied, (laughs) I said, well, the other places who are charging you essentially pennies, uh, per 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 drop or 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 a couple of dollars per drop um aren't going to first of all be accessible you can't call them you're lucky if you get a reply to an email unless it's you know from paypal saying that you know we we got your payment uh so you know that's that's part of what they're paying for um and maybe you know the value wasn't there in this guy's eyes Mm -hmm. Uh, versus an email that I got literally a couple of days ago. We went back and forth a couple of times, figured out exactly the package that he was looking to do, nightclub DJ. And at the end, he says, a little pricier than I expected, but I love your quality. Okay. Let's move forward. 
So it's all about, you know. That's At the, that point, I, I would still be like, why do you got to tell me that? Why, why <laughs> you gotta, like, are you doing that? I wonder, I've had that a few times too, and I wonder if they're saying that. So, by the way, on the next one that we do, just so you know, uh, this is a little bit pricey for me, but I'm like, right, why right, say it? Right, right, well, I understand. I, that. You know, I think, I think it comes down to, I, I think one of the things it comes down to is, um, you know, people people have the expectation that, um, you know, Tony, you have this, this beautiful sound room here and you have all this expensive equipment. And right. if somebody were to go out and do it themselves, don't give out doing, my address. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> they're, they're doing, you know, typically, uh, they've got their own computer or maybe, you know, maybe they're right. recording it <clears throat> with a cheaper microphone or sure. something like that. And, and <clears throat> that's the value you bring to the table is that look, you're just doing this one time and you would have to go buy all this expensive equipment plus right. have my expertise right, in right. order to do this kind of quality work. Right. I'm offering it to you for a fraction of what it costs me to do it because sure. you're only going to use it one time right. or you're only going to use it once a month or mm -hmm. you know right. whatever Correct. it is. Correct. And it's the same kind of uh, it's the same kind of thing with us, you know, I, I think it ultimately the differentiator in a lot of cases is the service, it's the quality, it's the uh, um you know, it, I find that a lot of businesses don't want to have to do this stuff themselves. They don't want to have to manage this stuff themselves because they don't have time. They have, they want, they have to focus on their core business. You know, if you have a mom and pop shop who's looking to put up uh, an e-commerce store, there's a lot that goes behind an e-commerce store. And I think people think it's easy because that's what it's been billed to be by a lot of these bigger companies. Right. But you have to think about, like we talked about branding, you have to talk, you have to think about how you're going to develop the site. You're going to have to design the site you know, all of this stuff has to come into play and somebody who's knowledgeable about the industry and can guide you through that is much more valuable than you having to do it yourselves. Like I said, it comes, it ultimately comes down to time or money. What's going to take more time away from your core business and how much is that going to cost you? Um, and you know, you, that's why you, I mean, I do encourage people, you know, if they don't like my price, go out and find somebody else who's going to do it sure. and then see what they say, because ultimately it, it, it's going to, it's going to come down to this triangle of time, <laughs> quality and money, you know, and uh, I agree. <clears throat> is there one incident where you guys can remember where you guys, where you said no to the client and it was just so far off? Like, you know, sometimes I'll get a client and they'll tell me roughly what they thought right. should be the price. And I'll be like, you know, I have to buy That's milk. That's impossible. You know, well, yeah. or yeah. to the opposite where they were blown away by what the price was. How affordable it's not to say were. that this is over the top expensive. It's just people don't realize that um, you can't just go to get GarageBand and right. do an right. audio file right. and it's done. You know? And in some well, cases... They don't even know, too. In some cases, that may be the case because, I mean, I mean, literally, if, if you're just starting out and you, yes. you just... I, I mean, let's face it. There are people at different levels. But again, that, that comes back to the point that I refer to where, you know, the client who's at a certain level... They're, they're going to have an idea that they need to spend a certain amount of money to get a professional service, right. be, be it web design, be it web hosting, be it, you know, commercials, whatever the case might be. I like clients that I don't mind clients that will show me something that they've done and they they kind of say, you know, I like it. It's OK. I did it, but I know it's not. Right. It's the client that has nothing. And I get this quite often. And they are the next sliced bread. Right. And they, if I may just quote, uh, let me see. This is a quote. So this guy, my shit is going to fucking blow up. Like, and <laughs> I'm like, 
I'm like, my, my response... Was that one of my clients? No, it's, it's, it's half of North Jersey. Um, the nightclub world. But my response is always like, guy, if you make a million dollars, I'll just double my rates and I'll have three times the amount of work. I That's don't need great. to be an invested partner. That's great. Right. Because why... I mean, you know, and, and, and on top of it, the idea, and I'm like, all right, dude, there's like 20 of these websites just within five miles of my zip code. That well, I actually, I mean, you know, you, you asked for a couple of examples. I actually have a couple of good examples of clients the name of the client please i can't give you (laughs) i'm sorry sorry recording well one of one of them is a is a client in in the insurance industry and they um you know we're doing some i mean it's not just me so i I can i can say this we're doing some amazing work for them and a lot of work for them and I, i know for a fact that we came in at a really good price in comparison to the other companies that with whom they were talking Um, so, you know, they understood the value of what we were giving them. We were bending over backwards to give it to them. And, you know, I think they appreciate the work that we've been doing for them. It's, you know, we're, we're having a really good relationship with them right now. And that, you know, that's the kind of customer that I go after who, you know, we don't mind doing the work, but they're, they're appreciating the work in return. And Mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's a great relationship to have. Um, on the other hand, you know, there was a client, we did a lot of pre-sales work, you know, and it. I mean, they wanted a call center. They wanted a, you know, they wanted some custom code. They wanted to be able to, to automatically determine the location of a patient based on the IP address. I mean, wow. there was a whole slew of code that needed to be developed for this particular project, and and they had a number in mind per month that they were going to pay for it. And I, I think the number was unrealistic for our type of firm. You know, they might've been able to go, like I said, I talked about offshore mm-hmm. um, outsourcing, you know, they might've been able to go to an offshore outsource uh, company that would have said, yeah, we'll do it for you. And, you know, then, you know, then you have a, you have the, um, the barrier of, of distance to deal with, but you know, I mean, that may have been fine for them, but it was definitely not a project that was, that was appropriate for us. And like I said, I tried to work with them. I set up a a nice kind of requirements, um, document for them. I didn't charge them anything for it because, you know, I felt like, uh, you know, I felt, I feel like a good business deal has a little give and take on our end too. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm willing to kind of educate the customer if it will help them to come to a decision. And if, if in the end the decision isn't us, well, it stinks because we put the time into it, but, but that's okay because, we've learned something from this and we can do it better and more efficiently next time during the sales process. So I think clients will uh, look at websites, for instance, e-commerce and they just see the, the final piece Product, and yeah. they're just like, Oh, it's just a button here. And, just, and it's like, well, yeah. these larger companies, I, I get quite often um, companies who want online catalogs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is that these catalogs are done months in advance and they have a guy or a girl or a couple of people in-house that are getting paid and they update it is tea done (laughs) just as i'm silencing it lovely um uh so they think that it's a quite and i i tell them sorry it's okay no need to edit this tea is ready um i'm always ready there you go oh yes thank you tea is ready i got to thank you um With that said, uh, they think that it can just, you know, the updating of it needs to be done. And they have people in-house. So they think that it's just a question of setting it up. And then I get the 
So how can you set it up so that we can update it? And I said, well, you could start by going to askjeeves.com. <laughs> that was the search engine I first used when I discovered design about uh, six years ago. <laughs> and then you could spend the next four years <clears throat> or at least one year, 15 hours a day, right. researching a whole right. bunch of stuff. You can go to expos, blah, blah, you know, on and on and Good on. Luck. And it, it's, you know, things are getting easier on the internet to do maintenance and stuff like that, sure. especially with social media. Now I try to do a core website and then they expand and update their stuff on Facebook and Twitter and all that fun stuff. But they always give me the, uh, especially for logos and flyers, you know, oh, I can get somebody to do it for 50, 60 bucks. And I get that number, 50, 60 bucks. And I say to them, I mean, you're more than welcome to go do that because sure. we're nowhere near sure. in price. Sure. You obviously don't think highly enough of the final piece for your own representation of what it looks like. And, you know, people take logos. I'm not of the, the ilk that believes that a logo should be $3,000 mm -hmm. at all. It still is just a logo. It's branding and it's supposed to be good and efficient. But I don't think, I know some designers that I know they charge three, $4,000. For larger companies where you gotta do 15, 20 sketches, you gotta meet with people so on. Yes, I get it's that part price of what range. you're paying for, sure. But for my average for my average logo, I'm not charging that price. You know, with that said, prices will go up after this podcast. Um, <laughs> excuse me. But I'm also not charging, you know, fifty bucks. It's right. just not happening. No. Uh, so when I get that, I usually tell them uh, I get a little bit uh, arrogant, and I just basically say, okay, you know, because I don't need I, I don't need that for fifty bucks or a hundred bucks right. or even two hundred bucks. I don't need. Right. There are plenty of people who were in my position five years ago that are learning. And I was doing logos for that price range five years ago because I was learning. I didn't want to, I didn't think I sh should have put my price range at someone who had five, 10, 15 years right. experience. Right. Yes. And Go ahead. I, I was actually going to bring it back to that because we, we sometimes get lost on in our topics from, from our viewpoints and, and dealing with clients. But this is all good information for the small business owner who essentially is listening right now. In other words, you, you have to, all figure, two of you out there. Yes. You have to, <laughs> <laughs> you have to figure out where you want to be or where, where you see yourself in essence and, and price accordingly. Mm -hmm. um, now, like Lorenzo said, you know, maybe five years ago, he was willing to take on many more clients than he would today mm -hmm. because he was looking to experience. I mean, let's face it when you're, when you, when you are learning or, or just, just kind of getting your, your, your groove, so to speak, or, or feeling yourself out when it comes to your art or, or whatever it is that you happen to be doing, you're almost willing to take on less expensive clients so that it, I mean, it's, it's almost like you learn by doing, you know, right. most of the time it's like, wow, I've never done this before. So hell, I'm going to try it. Um, I'll make a couple of dollars off it, but really I'm gaining knowledge. So if that's the stage that you, where you are as a business owner or as an entrepreneur, then that's great. You know, th then that's fine. You're going to get those clients and that's not going to be an issue, but maybe someday going forward, you're, you're going to start pricing yourself in a different category, much like, I guess you can hear us putting mm. ourselves out there. Yeah. Like somewhat, yeah, yeah, well, so, uh, you know, to uh, some extent, uh, but because uh, you're getting paid for your experience, let's, I mean, let's face it, let's, uh, well, and, and look at and money you've put into it. Let's put it as uh, into another perspective as well. I mean, let's look at the office suite. Mm -hmm. Every small business knows that they need Microsoft office right. in order to be compatible with right. the rest of the right. world. Right. 
they don't balk at the four or $500 sure, price tag. Sure. It. You know, it's it, something because I need. it's something that's, that they need. It's, it's, it industry helps standard. their business. It's an industry standard. They, they know that they're going to get a quality product <laughs> from it. <laughs> Dancing paper clips. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fancy pra- clippy, you know? Um, so, uh, you know, it, a lot of these services, I know that there's some sort of kind of need to negotiate, but but really, what it in, in essence is, you brought up a lot of good points, Tony. In that, you know, you have to figure out where you are. You have to figure out if you're willing to accept that kind of the person who might be. If you if you're looking to save money, there are people out there who might do it for the price that you're looking to do it for, but it might take a couple of iterations sure. to get to where you sure. need to be with them than where, where you would need to be with, uh, with somebody who's been in the industry, whatever right. industry for a while. So, I mean, it's, it's a tough, tough choice. And I completely understand that. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I can uh, I, I'm looking in the show notes and Marianne, you had brought up something and I just want you to, uh, expound on it. Sure. Um, Dealing, uh, hiring people that are you feel might be better suited or more sm- not smarter but more. Oh, I think smarter. Smarter. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just, okay. Well, look, based I'm, on your reaction, this looks like it could be ten minutes. Go. No. <laughs> Please. Well, no, I, I. It's interesting because I only came across this article in the last couple of weeks, and you know, I read it and it made a lot of sense to me because, you know, um, one of the concept that concepts that they were saying is that as you're growing your business. You know, you don't want to be always the top of the totem pole in terms of knowledge, in terms of how you run the business and so on and so forth, because then your business will never grow. It will never grow beyond you. Um, And if you whereas if you hire people that are smarter than you and you're willing to take the step back and kind of let them grow into their own in your company, first of all, you're giving people a great opportunity to develop professionally in a way that they may not have in another position, but also you're bringing new ideas to the table. You're bringing, you're, you're helping people to become invested in your business and you're, you're, you're bringing in ideas that you may not have thought of originally diversity. A diverse, the diversity. And I think, you know, it made, it made a lot of sense and it spoke to me because that's one of the things that I've been trying to do in our company is I'm trying to identify people that really bring uh, a new element to the company um, who are smarter than me. Look, I, I've, you and I have uh, talked about I this. I know, you, you try to hire me all the time. Um, I understand. <laughs> but I, 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 by trade, I mean, in my history, I've done a lot of programming um, and a variety of different languages. So, you know, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to programming and what you can and can't do on the web and, and so on and so forth. But I know that there, the couple people there have been a couple of people that I've hired that are much, much smarter than me. So, you know, I still have the ideas, but I can talk to them about implementation and, you know, they're more up on some of the more recent technologies than I can be because, you know, let's face it, as you grow a business, as you develop, you have to become more specialized. You wear many, many hats as a, as a single, small business owner. And then as that business grows, you have to become more specialized. You know, you can't handle the payroll every week anymore. You can't handle the, um, you can't handle the management of benefits. If you have them, you can't handle the, um, invoicing if you do that you know that there's so many different aspects that go into a business that are much more manageable when you're a single person mm-hmm. than 
as you grow, even as you become two, three, four people, you know, those starts, those aspects start to kind of get away from you and, you know, hiring people that are smarter than you. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they're smarter than you in everything, but they're smarter than you in one particular area that can only serve to help grow your business. And that I, I subscribe to that philosophy and didn't really realize it till I read this article and I'm like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think you can interchange smarter with, I mean, basically diverse because like you said, they might not, it's not a question of overall intelligence. It's a question right. of this person is your billing data, invoice, whatever it may be, another person programmer. Right. And um, yeah, Tony? No, 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 I was saying, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> oh. Let me repeat that for L- you. L- Lorenzo thought he was getting cut off. Bleep, 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 bleep. That's what I said. Thank I you. I don't hire anybody. It was genius. So. I wish I wish everybody else. I know. I know. That yeah. was good. Thank you. Well, that's it. Fifteen. My fifteen minutes of fame, right there in two seconds. Um, Tony. You don't hire anybody smarter than you. Uh, Well, I just don't hire anybody. We actually farm each other out. We do. (laughs) I love it. Maybe, well, uh, to, but to an extent, I mean, that's the same. No, it's but, a similar situation in that. Absolutely right. You know, Tony recognizes that you know he's not going to do all the all the print or you're, or. you're absolutely right, though, because I remember, let's say, ten years ago, when I would try to do really everything, and I would sit there. I learned my little Photoshop as best I could. You know, you got and, your gradients. Going and on. then yes, and then after a while. You know, you, you when when your business actually does begin to be a business, I mean, those were the infancies, essentially, for me. Right. But, you know, I did absolutely everything. Now I only do virtually everything. Right. Because the stuff that, uh, you know, if I do need, uh, you know, new marketing material or, or any sort of design work, I'll obviously go right to Lorenzo because it, it's, it's, it gets back to the whole time thing. It's just not worth it for me to spend two hours trying to do what Lorenzo could probably do literally in 15 minutes. Right. You know, I mean, you're better served doing that. That's two hours focusing on your core. Yeah, exa- core ex- business. Exactly. And, and, but, the, but that's a, a maturity thing and maturity. I don't mean, but with age, I mean, maturity in terms of your business maturing right. or, and, and your attitude maturing. I, I really don't, it's the quote unquote, I don't have time for that and I don't know how to do it. So, Unless it's something you, you really, really want to learn. Somewhat. I mean, I was going to say, you have unless, fun with design, but it's not like I was your gonna, passion. Right, exactly. I was going to say, if it's something you really, really want to learn or something you want to do on the side, you know, that's cool. If I need new pictures for a website, I'll probably go out and take them because right. I enjoy that. I enjoy photography. And I like to learn. Yeah, that's a stupid example, but no, you know, it, 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 makes, uh, it makes a point, I think. So, well, uh, going back to what we were saying, kind of like, the outsourcing part of this or mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. hiring smarter people mm-hmm. are you using or have you used anybody to not necessarily do what your core is <clears throat> but is there any part of your business yeah. that you do outsource other than you well, know me for sense, design or I, stuff I like don't that. necessarily outsource but if somebody needs a female vocal I mean I've got a okay voice but I can't do a girl so <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy that I know that does a girl's voice but then you have to talk to him <laughs> Right. Mariana, just remind us, we'll feed you in all <laughs> right. the um, No, so in, in terms of, uh, you know, that angle, in, in my business, I do have to obviously contract other people sometimes. And sometimes they'll come here, or sometimes they have their own booth, they'll record remotely and send me the, the file. So in that, in that sense, I do sometimes work with others. But to be honest, the stuff that I do is the stuff that I do. So I'm usually recording myself, or, or I'm usually producing myself, or I'm usually editing you know, stuff that either I've recorded or stuff that I've voiced. So it's, it's very um, easy to 
kind of do do it all, so to speak, because that's essentially my business. But it, can you do a British accent? I cannot. <laughs> do you do any accent? But I have two fantastic female no, voices do. that do. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. So, but I mean, realistically, if so, if someone comes to you and they it might be a commercial for Latin, mm-hmm. for instance, you mm-hmm. can pull that off. Yep. Um, well, I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't. I do personally that. wouldn't do that. Okay. Okay. No, I, I have, I have somebody for those specialties. I actually have a Latin voice. I have British voice, uh, male and female. You know, stuff like that because Sweet. it just, it, it just makes more sense. I could sit here and practice and practice and try, but it's just not going to sound right. <laughs> well, and you don't have to get that specific, but in terms of dealing with the people like that, when you have to hire for mm-hmm. them. Do you run into the now? It's the opposite end because yeah. now you're, yeah, because they're giving then you the I'm fee. the client, right? So right, like, right. have you like were you blown away by some prices or anything uh, like that? yes? Once actually a while ago, and uh, I had no choice but to to use the the artist regardless because mm-hmm. I absolutely needed what they could provide. Um, it I literally think I made I, I think I made fifty dollars on that job, but. It was an experience. I had to do it. And if I absolutely had to use that artist again for something very specific I couldn't get elsewhere, I would do it again. I would just try and price it accordingly so I'd make $60 as opposed to... <laughs> Did you notice a difference to the reason why? Uh, well, I, Slight. I, I think it was just the specialty of the artist. Okay. So I kind of had no choice, so to speak. It's, it's hard to find somebody who did this really well. And this really? was a couple of years ago. Okay. But ever since then, I've worked on getting my stable together, so to speak. Not that I, I use a lot of people, but I know that I can count on, you know, this, this, these, let's say five artists who are going to come in within my price range. Cause at that point I'm, I'm the client, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, within my price range so that I still have room to make a little bit of uh, profit on the time that I spend editing and dealing with my client, so mm-hmm. to speak. So I'm kind of contracting them at that point okay. and they were inside my price range. So, you know, are you looking for anybody else? Like if there's, hey, you never know. Um, not at the moment, actually. Okay. Not, not at the moment because I literally have about four people that I go to. Um, most of the people who actually come to Dropouse are, are essentially looking for the voices they hear on the website, which most of the times is mine. So it comes out, you know, it's very convenient. We're going to put links to some of those up there. <laughs> uh, I have, to, have to go check out the website. You now. should. Yes, he Drop, does a whole... What, uh, dropouse.com, you mean? Yeah. What? Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> Drophouse.com, I said. Okay, thank you. Do it like a... No, okay. Actually, I would like to... I, I'll, I'll volunteer myself to go kind of do some voiceovers. Excellent. Excellent. How much do you charge? I'll do the first one for free. See? Excellent. I love that. And then I'll say, I'll call you. Right, right. <laughs> Thanks. Now we come to that part of the day, of the podcast... Where, where Lorenzo you, starts playing Angry Birds. And no, he takes his, I swear to God, I got this game. he takes his pants off. I got this game a week ago. I cannot stop playing this game. And I don't want to play any games on the iPads. I put my Xbox away. I don't play Madden anymore. I don't right. play any of that. No, I haven't played in like six months. Nothing. I get Angry Birds. I'm like... You can't stop. You know, I mean, I'm on the can. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm playing Angry Birds. Note to self, do not use Lorenzo's iPad. <laughs> Correct. Well, no, it's got a case on it. I have plastic bags. Okay. Thank you. Um... So at the end of each podcast, uh, we try to give you a suggestion or something that we use in real life, a website, an application, uh, a brand of soda, uh, whatever it may be. Uh, Tony, Mm -hmm. I believe uh, you have your pad standing up there. I do, actually, because I I wrote down a couple. But uh, I actually check fairly frequently. I actually get their Twitter feed 
which is the easiest way to go because uh, the name of the website is prosoundweb.com. And obviously they're related to a field that I'm very intimately involved with. Uh, they're essentially news and information for the audio professional. Some of it's really deep and, and honestly, I overlook a lot of it because it is very deep. I mean, they, they go through all sorts of audio applications from recording to live bands to electronic, etc. cetera. Um, but they'll send out their tech tip of the day on Twitter, okay. which which always which always reminds me to check their website every every so often, though I don't do it daily. Uh, they're on twittercom slash prosoundweb if you want to check them out. Uh, they do the tech tip of the day. They're uh, very to the point, succinct. The articles are fairly short. They get right to the meat. Uh, some of it is a little too technical. They get into like grounding and mm -hmm. stuff like that. That's way Fun over my stuff head. for you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but I find them very interesting. So it's prosoundweb.com. I get no referrals from them, but I do like their website. Well, uh, maybe you'll get a referral after this. Maybe I will. I'll have to send them an email. Mariano, uh, would you... Well, Marianosvoiceover.com is a <laughs> new business. <laughs> DJ Mariano started voiceover. right here, right now. <laughs> yes. As I said before, yo yo yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the uh, the website that uh, I'll recommend this time. I talked. Well, you, we do a lot of WordPress websites, hmm. and um, a lot of times we have customers ask for custom designs. Sometimes we get our themes in different places. You know, if they want a template-based design. Um, one of the places Ooh. that we do get our templates from is um, Theme Forest, and they actually have a whole collection of websites that provide um, designers and developers with some really good tools. But you know, the the front end, the customer facing thing that people might be interested is Theme Forest, and you can get a lot of really nicely done, really professionally done, clean. Uh, website templates and they don't have to be for WordPress. They could actually be for a number of different types of websites. Um, but we use them a lot for our WordPress sites. I happen to think, like I said, I think they're very professional. I think they have a nice, uh, they have a nice licensing program, um, you know, and, uh, and we don't, we use them a lot. I, we don't use them for every project, but I think that they're, I think that they're pretty good. Yeah. Don't discredit yourself. I don't want anybody to think that they can go to theme forest see a, web, uh, a theme for 35 bucks or whatever it is and think it's the magic oh, red button. That's yeah. where we go back to the whole stuff in the uh, beginning. Right. right. No, no, yeah. That I mean... Don't discredit yourself because you... Buying the theme... Oh, don't worry. Buying the theme is only part of the whole project. It's just... It just puts the skin on. There's not. There's a whole bunch of stuff that has to go on the, um, on the back end that before we it's can... It's like uh, uh, buying an engine and now tell me, okay, create this and make this a car. Right. You know, a little right. bit more than that. Uh, if, yeah, if you want any kind of customization, you want your logo in there, you want to you know, change the colors to fit your logo, you want to change the type, um, you know, the font type, um, you know, that all adds to the cost and stuff that we yeah. need to do in the back end. But, you know, to at least get you started, at least at the ground level, it's a nice, it's a nice start. Yeah, if you think CSS is a new CSI show, or if you think jQuery <laughs> is the latest rapper, uh, you really should contact Mariano Very after good. you yes. pick out the theme that you want. We'll talk. Um, yeah, PHP is not something that you have to see an infomercial about for male enhancement. Or something. <laughs> okay, so just so you know, uh, excellent. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I will give mine. Uh, I'll give a little bit of insight to Wibia. Uh, yeah, say that three times. Wibia, W-I-B-I-Y-A dot com. 
it creates uh, it's a free service you have to know very very little coding basically you have to copy a little bit of code and you put it at the, in your website coding and it appears at the bottom of your website with all social media links so if someone goes to your website there'll be a link to your facebook page they can like your facebook page they can see your twitter page it's all in one little toolbar at the bottom uh there's also various amount of things you can embed you can embed photo galleries and it stays out of the way of your website it just shows up at the very bottom probably i'd say a quarter of an inch uh and it's a free service w-i-b-i-y-a.com uh i use it on several of my clients i have it on my very own website at screaminglunatic.com also if you'd like to take any of the notes from you don't have to stop and write anything down they'll all be show notes in the uh, section of this podcast where we'll have all our links notes about the show so you can find it all there under one nice rock cast <laughs> thank all god right. you got that all out before yeah. we ran out of time <laughs> well, no it looked I, like you were about to fall off your stool well i was yeah 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 we're gonna lorenzo fell asleep with his mouth open for a moment for a moment yes it's just it's this thing in my face here. That's, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, it's I'll sit back there. Thank you. Um, with all that said, episode three, Rockstar Podcast. Thank you once again for listening. Uh, we do appreciate it. And uh, please send it to uh, all of your friends and not your friends. Thank you. And don't email us. All right, guys. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. See you next time. Take care. <laughs>